welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Hello, 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 spiritual trailblazer. I am feeling good right now. Let me tell you, I like talking about taboos, but I just finished um, doing a a um, money shower ritual, similar to a money bath ritual where you just uh, create a ritual to attract more money in your life. Some people use herbs, some people... Um, like candles. I'm more of the music and uh, connecting with the elements. So I had my playlist going. I'm working with the water elements. I'm just holding my hand under the shower head and imagining the water being the abundance of money just trickling down, like just right into my hands, like money dropping into my hands. (laughs) So, you know, you can, of course, go on YouTube and look up different ways to do it. Um, one person I can recommend for you on YouTube to check out their money ritual is uh, Glamour Witch LA. And she has a looks witch money bath. So it's like a luxury money bath. And she has her herbs in there that she makes. Go check it out. Um, I did something that was different because I took a shower and like I said I use music and the elements so you know the water's hot so I'm working with the fire element water element and I'm just you know tapping into that music you can use like uh different binary beats and things like that so you can just go on YouTube like money beats or something like that and just vibe and use visualization so those are the three things that I use most of the time when I am doing like a spell, ritual work, music, visualization, and some element, right? And I know that has nothing to do <laughs> with today's topic, but it kind of does because, you know, in some some civilization, some civilization, what is this history class? <laughs> some cultures, you know, it's a bit taboo to tap into magic, to tap into uh, the energy around you to draw in money, draw in love, draw in, you know, whatever it is that you want, right? But I'm feeling really good. Then I put on my lotion and then I have spray with glitter in it. And it's like a golden color spray. So I just feel like it's also um, color of abundance and the goddess, one of the colors for the goddess is gold. So I'm just feeling really luxurious right now. Like there's glitter on my tattoos. It just looks extra special. <laughs> so I'm feeling extra good. And then uh, while I was showering, I imagine all the blocks uh, of money, any money blocks I have just going down the drain, which is great because it can't come back up. Like once it's down a drain, that's it. So I, I have my hand under the shower head. I'm imagining the water being a flow of financial abundance. And then I put my hand down and I'm imagining all the blocks, blockages going down. So I'm literally, as I'm wiping my arm, like I'm just wiping away anything that's holding the money back from flowing to me. No, bring that into me and then release what's holding it back while music is playing to elevate my vibe. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. All right. So try that out. All right. Um, And also drink a lot of water. (laughs) So, you know, hmm, this has been a great time, huh? A great time in, in history. As many of you know, I am a Philadelphian. Know, from Philly, born and raised, and you know, Philadelphians showed up and showed out for the election this weekend. And like I said before, yes, this is a spiritual and empowerment podcast, but we talk about real life issues as well, just like we do shadow work. Uh, we just we we do real talk, right? 
And I, it just wouldn't be, I wouldn't be myself if I didn't talk about it because what's going on in the world has impacted me, has impacted us. I mean, hello, I took a two month break from podcasting. I didn't expect to do that because I was just mentally overwhelmed. It was like overstimulation of the wrong kind. And um, it was like, I was able to take a sigh of relief. It was like, I was holding my breath for so long. And then it was just like, finally, there's, there is not just a little light at the end, end of the tunnel. We are, we are practically at the end of the tunnel. So uh, it was very interesting because I was on a Zoom call with uh, the women's organization that I'm in. I'm, I'm the VP of uh, new membership prospective members. And we had our retreat. One lady was talking and <laughs> everyone else was on mute. So uh, we have our videos on. And one lady is just arms welling and her face is like, ah. And we're just like, you're like, what's going on? Are you okay? And then she's like, Biden won. And we're like, ah, I ran. <laughs> I just ran to the door. My mom was outside uh, painting uh, areas of the house, the front house. And I, I was in uh, her kitchen. So I just ran. I was like, mom, I slipped a little bit. I almost fell forward onto the gate. And I was like, Biden won. She's like, oh my gosh. It was a really joyous occasion. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was really something. And I think that there's that, that vibe, you know, that we all tapped into. I never, I, I have never seen people dance in the streets before over a president. And I've been remembering presidency since Bill Clinton, since the nineties. Uh, and I have never seen that before. It was crazy. It felt like the Eagles won the Super Bowl again. People were honking their horns. People were yelling it was crazy. So I'm also bringing this up because I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Kamala Harris is breaking ceilings. Okay. Like the ceiling is now on the floor and that's a taboo, right? On so many levels, you know, a woman in power, a woman of color in power, there's a lot to be said about that. Representation matters. So we're going to get into the nitty gritty of taboos because that's what this episode is about. Your taboo is your superpower. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's really time to, you know, start owning that. What, what makes us different? What is, and I don't mean taboo in a bad way. This is what, you know, society puts or establishes, you know, what's taboo, what isn't. And I have an issue with the word taboo. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Now, I did talk about taboos many moons ago, like three years ago, something like that. I was trying to find the exact episode. You can Google it. It's um, why your taboo matters and how to use it to your advantage. Um, so yeah, uh, you can just Google taboo to you, something like that. It'll pop up. But I wanted to dive into this a little bit more because one, today is National Lipstick Day. And I was doing a little bit of research because I was told that lipstick was banned at one point. Come to find out, it wasn't banned, it wasn't illegal, but it was on the cusp of that. And also today is 11-11. And there's some, you know, taboo-ish things about that. So I found an article Two articles, but one I think is a little bit more um, relevant. One gives you the history of lipstick, which is like, you can do that on your own time. Um, So there was, let me scroll down here. Well, first and foremost, lipstick was implied in certain cultures as a, a woman who was a prostitute. If you wore lipstick, especially if it was red, it was like you were a prostitute, which is funny because in some cases it meant that you was higher society. You know, you was, you was part of that higher society. And it would have to do with the shade. So here it is. We have a simple color being imposed on a woman as something being wrong. Right? 
it, it just trips me up how it's all these stipulations for a woman. And we see this today. If her outfit is too short, too long, too tight, too loose, it's like you can't keep up. Not that we're trying to keep up, but it's just crazy. So one, red lipstick, you wore that, you were seen as a floozy. I remember when I, red, red is my favorite color, of course. Of course, it's my favorite color, right? <laughs> you know, all the, the spiritual, goddessy, witchy things I'm into, of course, it would be my favorite color. But I like the dark red, and it's so hard to find. It's almost like people don't, and, and, and maybe it's a fashion thing, maybe red's not in, but it's so hard to find that just red not orange red not pinkish red not purplish red just that nice deep red color you know what I'm talking about that rich red color it's hard and I wonder if that's part of the reason so there was it was a band it was considered okay so here a lot of articles stated in 1770 you know British parliament made it illegal but apparently that's not true it was considered to be banned in 1650 okay because it was thought that you know it just enticed men you know they just and and that trips me up too because (laughs) it's like on one hand society tells us men are strong men are uh rambunctious in some ways you know boys will be boys men mature later than women but yet we hear oh a woman leader oh it's not your time or maybe sit this one out or you get over talked or you know you, you just had to be more firm and I have seen this firsthand you know where a woman gets called a bitch because she's saying no that's not feasible or making someone do their job and a guy gets upset so of course the woman's bitchy right or being talked over you know and it happened to me when I knew when I was talking about and I was told not even close it's like yes I am you know like you know you call them a name like no I am right I know I'm right okay thank you Anyway, in some cases, it was considered part of a social rank. But again, it had to do with the color, right? And also, it has here, some thought lipstick wearing should be an offense punishable by law, which cracks me up. In 1915, a bill was introduced into Kansas legislature that would have made it a misdemeanor for women under 44 to wear makeup because it created a false impression. Yeah. But then it has here that it can also be seen as like an empowerment piece. But again, high society, like they have here an actress, a queen, had her own shape made. It's comical. It's, it's very comical. Another side note, uh, when I was in business school, A gentleman came in to explain to us uh, business attire. (laughs) And I had on what I I thought I was the shit, okay? I had my business suit on. I had my Nine West shoes on. You know, I had, it was a nice little heel to it. My hair was done. And I'm sitting up front. And the guy looks down as he's talking about what to wear. And he goes, Oh, yeah, that would be called toe cleavage. That would be considered distracting. So we want to wear a shoe that covered the toes. And I looked at him like, if a guy in a meeting can't control himself over three toes showing, that is not my problem. Why do I have to cover up all my toes? Because it's toe cleavage. Do you even hear how that sounds? Toe cleavage? really what I see guys who I find somewhat attractive I don't go oh my god I just I can't even control myself I just have to like stare at you I just I just have to talk to you I I just have to uh, you were asking for it because 
you know, your jaw is chiseled and, you know, your shirt, the top two buttons are unbuttoned. You rolled your sleeves up. I just had to come over and stare at you and, and touch your wrist. Like what? Control yourself. That is not my problem. But yet, showing a little bit of toes are taboo. Not in my book. So here we go. And yeah, I still went around walking, <laughs> wearing those type of shoes if I wanted to. Okay. Here we go. Taboo seems to, for the most part, apply to, and, and, and this is in my opinion, what I have witnessed over the years. It's applied more towards women than men. Okay. Now, are, are there some taboos where people look at guys like, mm, yeah, but it seems to be geared more towards women. These stipulations that people just seem to have to put on women. So I wanted to talk about this in depth because I wanted to give you some tools to embrace you, um, what your taboo is, because depending on where you were brought up, your taboo is different than someone else, but I want you to own it. Okay. So I looked, I actually looked up the the formal definition, like what's the definition of taboo, right? Because we have the connotative definitions and then we have the Webster's dictionary or like the Oxford dictionary, you know, uh, definition. So it has here a social or religious custom prohibiting or forbidding discussion of a particular practice or forbidding association with a particular person, place, or thing. But then check this out. They have here as an example, uh, prohibited or restricted by social custom. Sex was a taboo subject. Why is sex taboo? Why, why is that a taboo? Since when something being natural is a taboo. And it's, it's not like there's more to that sentence. It's literally sex was a taboo. So it had me thinking. <clears throat> What I've noticed over the years is that what is bad isn't associated with being taboo. Like what is actually bad? Like I don't hear anyone saying, you know, killing someone is taboo. Like why, why isn't that a social custom prohibiting or forbidding a discussion of a particular practice or forbidding association with a particular person? Like, yeah, we would say, like, you know, that guy is a, is a serial killer after we found out, you know, who wants to hang around him. But yet we see documentaries where serial killers get letters written to him. You know, I don't ever see taboo be associated with that. I don't see taboo be associated with child abuse. That should be something like, hey, man, no. But sex, the example is sex. So. It's just so interesting to me because taboo, like I said, in my opinion, what I have witnessed over the years tends to be associated with pleasure, expression, and intellect in relation to women. Now, hey, again, you might say, Tia, I know some guys, and it's possible, but what I have seen more times than not, it's like taboo for a woman to wear that skirt. It's taboo for a woman to have that nail color. It's taboo for a woman to, you know, be a single mom. Well, the guy's a deadbeat. And sometimes you don't know that up front. You know, sometimes he whine and dine you, you get pregnant and then he dips. It's taboo for, you know, a, a, a woman to have a child out of wedlock. And like, and you see more emphasis on a woman than the guy, right? Like that's taboo, a child out of wedlock. It's like, what if that person doesn't believe in marriage? <laughs> what if that's not their thing but that's taboo a hair color taboo tattoos a taboo that's expression right tattoos hair color right you don't have to like it it's not about liking it but that's a taboo the sex is a taboo to the point where you know throughout history we've seen this it has to go underground you know we have sexual liberations because that's a taboo. Well, how, how how is that? I really want to bring this to the forefront because, well, first and foremost, I got a bit of a like a warrior fire in me to just call out 
bullshit whenever I can. And I want this to be a common thing because sometimes we don't realize it. And I know there are people all walks of life who listen to this podcast. And we're, so we're at different stages, you know, once upon a time, like, so for example, I always wanted to get a tattoo. I wanted to get a dragon tattoo. I mean, when I was in high school, I was looking this up and I always looked a little bit older. So when I would go in tattoo shop, they never questioned my age. I just never found a tattoo that I liked. Like I would go in there, they would talk to me. They never said like, oh, you know, you're going to need a parent. They just never, never did. Um, So yeah, I would go with my best friend at the time. And I'm not going to say where I went, but uh, yeah, we would go to these places and I just couldn't find the dragon that I want. And when it comes to my tattoos, I am so particular on what I get, where I get it and how I get it. Meaning the color, like, uh, do I want, I have some red tattoos, but I don't like too many colors. I just like black tattoos that are defined. I do have like, um, one that's purple and blue, but it's dark. I like the darker colors. Uh, so that, that's just me. So I never looked at tattoos as a taboo. I always looked at it as a form of expression. And as I got older, I learned that people frown upon people who have tattoos. And I'm thinking, but what does that have to do with their character? Someone could be an asshole with no tattoos. We need to start looking at people's character. Someone can be intelligent and heavily tattooed. Someone could be caring, the most empathetic, caring, romantic, giving person with tattoos. And you know, it has changed over the years. Yes. But I am acknowledging that there are some, some pockets in the world where it's frowned upon. And I want you to be, I want you to liberate yourself, right? You can start off small. If you want to get a small tattoo and it's personal to you, and maybe you have it somewhere that only you see like your inner arm or maybe like under your, your breast, on the side of the breast, you know, somewhere that it's just personal to you. You can start there, Right. Or maybe you're just, you know, you're like, you know what? T, I actually don't like tattoos, but I am into colors. No, I want you to start embracing that little by little. That's how I started one tattoo. Now I have, <laughs> hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, four, 14 tattoos. Yeah, for now. So, and every time I get a tattoo, I'm always so proud of myself because I'm being expressive. I, I have to do this as part of who I am. So let's just screw that definition of taboo and tell people what should be taboo. All right. Actually, let me scroll down here a little bit because I, I, I really want to dive in this. And, I'm, and I also have some ways to help you stand your ground with taboos. Let me see. Translations and definitions. Let's see here. Yep. No, the burial ground was seen as a taboo place. Okay. Maybe it was on sacred ground and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't respected. People just buried there without regard, but that's not the first example. My taboos have developed around physical exposure. It's ridiculous people. All right. Moving right along. Now, today is 11-11. I would not be a spiritual person if I didn't acknowledge that. Eleven eleven has to do with portals, right? If you think about it, when you look at your doors, they're like one on one side, one on the other, right? Columns, 11. There are many ways to see 11-11. Let this be a time where you walk through the portal of self-expression, the portal of allowing yourself to show up as your tr- your true self. And it's going to take time. Listen, when, when I say show up as your true self, I am not saying that this is going to happen in a week, in a month, in a year. I, since 2008, have been working on myself more. And it didn't start off like that. If you um, go back, I don't even remember which episode, but I talked about my spiritual journey after the deaths of my grandparents, me slowly watching my grandmother die from cancer and, you know, my pop-up dying of a broken heart, like all that, you know, starting my business, I just started off wanting to help people who were grieving. and. That led to me learning about the old 
way of life, the old ways, not, it's not really religion, but just connection with the earth, you know, paganism, which led me to look at my physical appearance, which led me to pay to get my teeth straightened, to take better care of my health, to take better care of my body and things like that. And here we are where I am more comfortable in my skin, where I am welly, I am ready, willing, and able to show up as me and I am ready willing and able to fight for others who are a little bit shy nervous scared to do so I'm there to give them that push I'm the catalyst right (laughs) so that's where my passion comes from and it takes a while and I'm and and I'm still growing like I'm speaking up even more and more and more you know it, it takes a little bit of time so when I say showing up for as your true true self that that that's what I mean okay so let's walk through this portal, this energy of today, you know, and you can tap into the energy through taking deep breaths, listening to music to raise your vibration, take a shower with intention. Okay. Washing away residual energy, energy that's just not helping you, energy that is stuck to you throughout the day because maybe someone got on your nerves or something like that, you know, just tap into it that way. There's so many ways to do it. Yoga, belly dancing, meditation. That's what people mean when they say tap into the energy. It's different for everybody how they tap into it. Okay. And you just walk through it. Just imagine yourself walking past columns or literally open up a door in your room and imagine it being 1111 and you're walking through it and you're a different person and you're, you are embarking on being your light shining 100%. And don't worry about, you know, outshining someone else. You can't. If they're shining too, you can't outshine someone. You, your light is only offensive to someone who doesn't want you to shine bright or they see something in you that they should be doing and they are mad. But if someone is shining bright too, they're like, yeah, man, high five. Woo. You know, don't worry about that. It is not your job to worry about you outshining someone else and offending someone else because remember we're talking about taboos you shining alone is a taboo okay so that's what i have to say about 1111 now diving back to uh, taboos all right so back to miss madam vice president elect kamala harris she busted through that ceiling so the ceiling is now on the floor okay and it's controversial Right now, I'm not saying you got to like her 100% or whatever the case may be. She did it right. What are you doing that's controversial? Right, there's something that you're doing, and if you're not doing something, that's also controversial because you know your soul knows the 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 whole your d is in your dna it it just knows your body knows your higher self knows you could be doing more you know that nagging feeling that it must be more there has to be more i should be doing more i'm wondering if i did this instead of that what would happen it's that feeling you know so what can you do that you can Break a ceiling so the ceiling becomes the floor. I saw the best meme or one of the best memes this week. And it, it said, ladies, wear shoes because there's glass everywhere. Which is true. You know, breaking ceilings. The ceilings are the floors now. So have you ever noticed that those who seem to embrace their tattoos seem to have a little bit more of a fulfilling life? I'm not saying it's easy. At times there are some hardships. You know, um, you know, people are going to have their opinions. Some people are not going to like it. And you're going to have to stand your ground a bit. I'm going to help you stand your ground. So I'm going to give you some tips and a few. But they just seem to live life a little bit in HD, you know. And every time I hear or read about someone or even like watch their videos where they talk about who they were before they allow themselves to be who they are versus after. It's always feelings of, I felt depressed. There was despair. I felt like I was suffocating. I felt like I could never be me. I felt like I was in the closet. I felt like, uh, you know, like the world was small. It's all these, these low 
vibe feelings. And then when they just say, you know, what? I just said, screw it. You know, I just, at, at a certain point, I was just like, you know what? I, I don't want to live like this. They, sometimes they lose weight or sometimes they gain weight. Um, they look better. They do something with their hair. Sometimes they embrace makeup. You know, they just start getting really creative with makeup. They just travel more. They're like, you know what? I just sold everything and I just traveled. Um, they make different friends who accept them. They find their group. They are happier. And now they have content. They're sharing their story with people. They become an inspiration. People want to be around them. And I'm not saying that they're perfect. I'm not saying that they still don't have a road ahead of them, but they're better than where they were. And that's all we can ever really ask of our of ourselves is to be better today than we were yesterday. Okay. So let's talk about how we can really make this our superpower. Also, side note, how are you doing? Like, I know you can't in real time tell me how, how are you, how, how you're doing. But uh, I do like to ask people that because it's important. And it's funny because I, I get different responses, but it's always like, oh, well, thank you. It's always that underlining wow, you, you asked me how I'm doing. Like, people really don't ask me how I'm doing. You know, it's, it's so interesting. So even though, like I said, you can't respond in real time, I hope that you are doing well, especially during this time. And I really mean that. All right, so here are some ways we can really hone in on making the taboo our superpower. Like, I know I gave background stories about lipstick and things like that but today's national lipstick day and i wanted you to know more about the background of taboos because we have to have that knowledge in order to take a stance so when someone says something or or when we see something when we hear something we can say no that's not right that's not true right because unfortunately when enough people say a certain thing it becomes true for people And it's not cool. So not only can we help ourselves, we can also be the voice and help others who need that. Okay. So what is your taboo? Think like, really think about this. What is it? Is it your hair color? Is it uh, what you're doing for a living? Um, I know some friends of friends who are sex workers and, you know, that's a whole nother realm of dealing with, that you know people assuming things not knowing what sex work actually is and you know they they really had to hold their ground with that so you know is it your profession is it how you look is it uh, your way of thinking like what exactly is it is it a series of things is it one thing we we first need to identify it okay or is it something that you want to do like have you always wanted to make your hair pink, purple, blue, or something like that. And hey, look, maybe you're you're in a profession where you can't dye your hair like that, but maybe you can't get a wig and wear it on the weekends. Or maybe you can get, you know, one of those, you know, fake tattoos and you can just rock it on a weekend till you can get to a position, change jobs or whatever it is you want to do where you can make that more of a reality for you. Now we need to own it. Here's where the owning part comes from. And it's not just about you saying, like, screw it. Like, yeah, I got the tattoo. Screw it. Yeah, I'm wearing this outfit. I'm rocking this hairstyle. And also, it doesn't have to be a hair color. It could be, I don't know if you remember that trend where we're shaving half your head, your hair. I mean, shave half your head. You'll be dead. Shaving half your hair. Uh, like, the uh, the singer uh, Cassie did it. Remember where she shaved her hair, like just the one side, and that was a trend for a while. And it was like, oh my gosh, women with short hair—that's taboo, you know. Some people—I I saw this one post. It was somewhere where, of course, it was men who just said something like, you know, women shouldn't have short hair. You know, women need to have long hair. Again, who are you to tell women what to do? Excuse me, have several seats. Okay, so here's where the owning that part comes in the more research you do on something the better you get educated so no one can tell you 
what something should be and try to spit some facts towards you right because even even if you're just like i don't accept it it doesn't matter it's even better when you can say okay you're saying women shouldn't wear short hair um how about you know xyz how about women with short hair were um and i'm just making this up off the you know uh just for an example women women with short hair you know, once upon a time were considered warriors and they protected the kings and the queens because, you know, they didn't want to have long hair getting in their way when they were fighting. It was just a symbol of, uh, you know, reverence or something like that, you know, just making up something, you know, so I'm just saying, you know, just like type in who you are, what you are, you know, what you're about and get educated about that. Okay. There's nothing that can beat education. All right. And then you just shut the whole conversation down and they'll leave you alone. All right. So know, know as much as possible. Get to know the history, you know, cross reference. And this really should apply with anything you do. You're not going to know everything all the time. Um, the best thing you can do is just cross reference what you learn. But once you learn it, you're better equipped to be, which is the next part, witty. <laughs> so be ready to gracefully check people. You know, I say gracefully because I, I actually like, you know, a little little sprinkle of wit in there. The graceful part is so you don't have to lose your composure because sometimes when you get too emotional, your point gets missed. Now, will there be times that the gloves have to come off? Totally. Absolutely. But you you really don't want it to go there. You just want to be very smooth about it. like checkmate boom walk away mic drop as opposed to throwing a mic or bopping them aside the head with the mic <laughs> you know so uh <laughs> the mic drop is always um uh the like oh 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 dang ooh, you know it, it's always like that ooh factor all right so you you want to call them out on that bs and sometimes it's really repeating what they said for example someone and <laughs> i've heard this before i don't want to go to a doctor or, or a professional who has tattoos so i would say so if that professional was the top brain surgeon in the nation and you needed brain surgery and he or she is you know uh, like stationed in your city you wouldn't want them to perform your brain surgery because they have tattoos, even though they're the top neurosurgeon in the nation. You know, like repeat what they told you and then add a little bit of wit to it. Now it's like, oh, what, what, what are they going to say? Nope. They don't want the top brain surgeon. <laughs> they, they don't want the top neuroscience, you know, like the neurosurgeon. They don't want the top, nor like really, because they have tattoos. Start kicking it back to them in their own words, because now they're just going to look dumb. Like so, no, you're going to say no because they have. So you rather die <laughs> than to have them work on your tattoos, which, by the way, you won't even see anyway because they're all dressed up. But that's the the stance you want to take okay because that makes perfect sense yeah another one of my favorite ones that i like to tell people when they say you know women they just tend to be very emotional you know they just they want to think about everyone's well-being and stuff like that and i say you know more times than not i hear about men sexually harassing women i hear about men having affairs on a job i hear about men doing all these things to make the workplace a hostile environment i rarely hear about a woman doing that so i mean some of these men are the supervisors that's not a good leader to me i mean i hear this more times than not about men screwing up time and time again men embezzling money time and time again i hear more about men doing it than women so i mean 
don't know, maybe give the woman a chance. But then I go to conferences hosted by millionaires, you know, the millionaires, the guests, and he goes, uh, my businesses, I look for women to run them. Women are great multitaskers. They get the job done. They delegate well. They figure it out. They make reasonable uh, predictions. And then the men, they make predictions, you know, like forecasting for profits and stuff like that. And they never, they hardly ever meet it because they aim so high. It's not realistic. They don't really get the job done. And of course, yes, this is case by case basis. But I tend to hear more of if you want your business ran well, get a woman. I am hearing that more and more and more over the years, right? So just kick it back to them. But that comes with doing research, learning some history, getting educated, and, you know, sprinkle a little wit in there. Like I said, say what they said back to them with your own wit. That's why I say, well, I hear men committing such sexual assault more than women, like (laughs) a lot. (laughs) you know to the point where it's uncomfortable for people to work at a certain workplace i mean okay uh so that's number three so number number one is what is your taboo identifying it two is owning it research get educated number three is uh gracefully check them so be graceful and sprinkle some wit on there number four is do one thing with the taboo that makes you happy every day For example, I like to research tattoo images, small tattoos, witchy tattoos, spiritual tattoos, goddess tattoos, and I save them on Pinterest or I save them on my Instagram. Now, I'm not going to get all these tattoos, but it's inspiration. I like looking at them. I love seeing people's artwork. I mean, some of the tattoos people get, you would think it was a painting. Like, Like, you did that with needles and color on a skin? That's crazy. Like, what? You know? But, you know, do one thing that can make you happy about that. Okay, I don't want you to to get it and then you regret it and you freak out like, oh, my God, you know what? I should have never got this tattoo. And, you know, I I don't know what I was thinking. And and, and all these feelings and emotions and thoughts thoughts start popping up. And then you're like, you know, I got to get this removed. It's like, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Okay. It's, it's going to be okay. All right. So just do one thing. And I do that with um, uh, colors too. Now I'm not going to get all these hair colors that I say, but I think some of them are really pretty and it's hair inspiration. And sometimes there would be like a cute clips in there, or it's just like braided in this crazy artistic way. And it's cool to look at. And that's another way you can be graceful and witty. You can say, you know, this is art. (laughs) It's art, right? It's art, period, you know? And especially when you start learning more about tattoos and and some cultures, it's a rite of passage, you know, it's just multi-layered. So, you know, do something about it that makes you happy, that makes you proud. Like, you know, I made this decision. I'm trusting the decision that I made. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I had a guy uh, come up to me one time, I was in a store and he wasn't rude or anything like that, but he asked me, he's, I have some symbols on my arm. He goes, you know what that means? I said, yeah. And then he said, you're going to be older with that. And he, he, he like indirectly made a comment about like skin as you get older. And I said, I'll be all right. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be a badass grandmother, you know, something like that. You know, or I just said, uh, or or I would say something like, well, you know what? How about we meet up in a couple of years? And if I don't like it, you can pay for the removal. You know, <laughs> like, if I don't like it, how about you help me, you know, get it? Like, something like that. But again, it depends on how they approach me. You know, because sometimes people are just, like, baffled by it, which I don't understand. And they feel the need to say something. And it's just like, I didn't ask you to pay for this tattoo. You weren't part of the decision process. And I I didn't ask you to take care of the tattoo. I didn't ask you to 
you know, if need be, get it touched up to pay for that. You weren't part of the equation, sir. <laughs> and then I have some people that are just like, oh, wow, that tattoo is gorgeous. Or I love that tattoo. Or there have been a couple of times where people had the same uh, spiral goddess tattoo. And it's like, hey, like, all right. So, you know, I get it. But no one has ever been downright nasty towards me. Um, and that's for their benefit. All right. And last but not least, we have number five, find your people. I know there are some people who um, are loners, you know, some people who don't have friends, but we have this beautiful thing called technology and you can most definitely find your peeps. Okay. Or whatever it is, you know, whether it's, and I'm just using tattoos as an example because I have them. Uh, whether it's your people who have face tattoos, whether it's your people who are into hair art, you know, different hair colors and designs, whether it's people like you and the scientific field, you know, like maybe there just aren't many women or women of color uh, in a certain field, certain industry. And hey, look, start your own group, you know, create an Instagram page, you know, scientist uh scientific women of color something like that or indigenous um you know scientists and it could already exist i don't know again i'm just throwing out examples and start that use some hashtags start promoting trust me the vibe you send out will attract your tribe like you said the vibe attracts the tribe totally find your people right and if you have really good honest to god friends they'll love you no matter what, you know, they'll love you through your (laughs) tattoos. They'll love you through your haircuts. Even if you awkwardly cut your bangs, they'll love you (laughs) through, you know, whatever, uh, you know, profession you want to undertake, you know, it's, they're also your support system. So that's what I have for you about making your taboo, your superpower, Uh, you, you know, superpowers, when you can wield them right, it's just limitless the amount of positive things you can do, right? So get educated, understand um, what it means to you, right? That, that's all it has to do is mean something to you. I rock red lipstick sometimes. I rock red dark nail polish at times. Like I don't, I don't look at it and think, oh my God, what are people going to say? And look, and also understand it's 2020, but look at all the shit we're going through still in 2020. Some things that you think would have been eradicated years ago, right? So I do not take it for granted, okay? Um, hmm. Let's take a deep breath. It's not always going to be easy, trust me. You know, there's all there's always going to be that nagging sometimes. Like, am I doing the right thing? But I want you to trust the decisions you make, okay? And hey, look, maybe you dye your hair color, you know, dark green, purple, and you're like, ah, eh, you know, it wasn't what I expected. I kind of like it, and I don't. It's totally fine. The main thing is that you did it. We have to start making decisions and being committed to it. And if it doesn't pan out, don't really like it, that's okay. We had to discover things. We had to embrace things. We had to learn our likes and dislikes. And sometimes we have to embark on that, you know, like <laughs> even with food. Like I always think about um, when I had pumpkin pie, I'm thinking about this because Thanksgiving is coming up. And, you know, you're around different people and you're like, oh, I try the pumpkin pie, try the pumpkin pie. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to. I don't think it's for me. I'm more, I'm a sweet potato, sweet potato pie person. I tried it and I was just like, this is disgusting. <laughs> and so, you know, that's something I could have done without for the rest of my life, you know, and been a hundred percent okay. It's minor. But if it's a big deal to you, if it's something that is just, just under the surface calling out to you, it's probably something you need to entertain, right? Like I said, I don't even care if you get a wig, a green wig and try it out, 
you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care what it, what it is, you know, that's good, whole and, you know, decent, you know, I'm not saying go out there and get reckless and like, like, oh yeah, I always wanted to punch Jennifer in her face because she's so mean. Like, I just feel like that's just, just under the surface, Tia, and that's expressive. You said to be expressive. <laughs> I'm not talking about that, okay? Um, <laughs> when I'm talking about something that will help you with your personal growth, unlocking your magic, because every time you do something that helps you with your expression, that helps you show up a little bit more as yourself, you are releasing a block. You are opening a valve. You are stepping more and more into yourself. And doing that allows you to manifest things faster. It allows you to connect and attract the right people in your life. It allows good even better things to happen to you because imagine if you don't do anything anything that you're drawn to like no I'm not going to cut my hair no I'm not going to change my hair color no I'm not going to get the tattoo no I'm not going to wear that dress no 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 what happens you're telling yourself no all the time so the universe is like oh well you know she said no to all these things that you know that are like little gifts to herself so she probably doesn't want anything else. So I'm just not going to bother sending anything her way, right? You are literally opening yourself up to the world, shining your light, being that beacon of light. And the universe sees that. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Bring more her way. Bring more her way. So that's one of the many ways it works. All right spiritual trailblazer i got some amazing episodes coming your way this month uh some amazing guests uh we got new moon coming up so uh stay tuned for that episode uh try that spiritual shower <laughs> uh money bath or excuse me spiritual or i just combined a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of things try the money shower ritual i talked about earlier like I feel good I feel like I'm in that whole money vortex honey okay and you know just start getting in the groove of showing up more for yourself okay I am sending you so many blessings I am rooting for you as always and remember to be kind to yourself until next time spiritual trailblazer as always spiritual trailblazer thank you for tuning in do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.